You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. You are listening to Beyond the SIG, a prescription for transformative pharmacy care. This podcast is developed in collaboration with the University of Pittsburgh School of Pharmacy and their Flip the Pharmacy team and paid for through CDC grant funding provided by the Pennsylvania Department of Health to the Pennsylvania Pharmacists Association, broadcasted exclusively on the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Beyond the SIG, your prescription for transformative community pharmacy care. My name is Brooke Kalusich, and I am a third year student pharmacist at the University of Pittsburgh School of Pharmacy. Today, I am joined by Eric Yarnell. Eric currently serves as the vice president of pharmacy at Gateway Health. He is also an active member of the Pennsylvania Pharmacists Association and sits on the Flip the Pharmacy Payer Advisory Board. In this episode, we'll learn about Eric's role in engaging a community pharmacy network in a patient care program and the value that community pharmacy enhanced services bring to health plans. So Eric, thank you for joining me. Thank you, Brooke. Happy to participate in in the uh, uh, podcast. Absolutely. It's great to have you. So let's get started. Why don't you tell us a little about your professional background and career path as a pharmacist leading to your current role with Gateway Health? Oh, sure. Uh, so I've, uh, I'm have i a pract- uh, practicing pharmacist by trade, um, and I uh, started my career and spent most of my career actually practicing pharmacy in hospital pharmacy uh, and was a pharmacy director for many years before moving to managed care. So I am acutely aware of um, the challenges that are faced by pharmacists in the practice community and, uh, you know, the opportunities that we can collaborate on between both the payer side of being at a managed care organization now and from the provider side. So one part of your background that you didn't mention is your involvement in the Flip the Pharmacy program. And for listeners who aren't familiar, Flip the Pharmacy is a nationwide pharmacy practice transformation effort focused on identifying and adopting best practices for workflows that enable enhanced delivery of community pharmacy services. You currently sit on the Flip the Pharmacy Payer Advisory Board. So how did you get involved and and what exactly do you do in this role? I'm sure. So uh, from my background in, in, you know, being the Vice President of Pharmacy at Gateway, we had the opportunity to uh, work with the uh, PCN network um, and the independent pharmacists that are members of that network in uh, closing care gaps with our members. We uh, worked have worked for the past several years in uh, engaging the independent pharmacies and helping us to um, work with members and making them more adherent to their medications. Um, so, you know, the pharmacists, the community pharmacists, the retail pharmacists in particular, are right at the point of care with our members. So it was an ideal uh, setup for 
uh, promoting that closure of our care gap. So it's been a really good partnership and um, being able to work with PPCN to help us coordinate that outreach and uh, be able to get in touch with uh, such a large number of uh, pharmacies at one time has really been beneficial. Let's talk about Flip the Pharmacy. In your opinion, how is this initiative changing the way pharmacist-provided care is viewed by payers like Gateway? Well, it's, first of all, providing me personally an opportunity to help um, come up with new ideas for how pharmacists can expand their scope um, more so on the provider side, uh, moving uh, not wholly away from traditional dispensing, but pretty much augmenting dispensing with additional clinical provider type activities, such as helping us to address uh, tobacco use in our membership. Um, so counseling for tobacco cessation is really a benefit that uh, we're looking at how we more broadly um, expand to the pharmacist's scope of practice and and you know, looking at other opportunities, uh, you know, inoculations, vaccinations, expanding that scope, um, additional counseling opportunities around diabetes. Um, uh, you know, we've really been able to um, think of some creative ways to create almost a, a playbook of opportunities that we can um, offer out to as a provider group from pharmacies in this network. So I think it's been really interesting, um, again, as a practicing pharmacist by trade, um, to be able to contribute to advancing the, the practice within the state of Pennsylvania. Sure, sure. Now, in recent years, Gateway Health has partnered with the Pennsylvania Pharmacists Care Network to implement a patient care program. Can you describe a little bit more about this program? What went well and what challenges did you face? Yeah, sure, uh, Brooke. I, I touched on it a little bit, but really um, closing care gaps, working with our members to keep them adherent to medications. Um, we probably our biggest uh, area that we were challenged with was how we share data, right? Data is always uh, a difficult subject because um, from the, the payer side, you know, we have some restrictions for privacy and, you know, sharing um, certain data is prohibited. And then, um, you know, getting uh, data back from the pharmacies regarding the type of interventions that they did that's actionable to us um, in our clinical systems uh, is always a challenge too. Um, so I think that's that was the biggest, uh, I don't want to call it a barrier because we were actually able to uh, make strides and see successes. It's just, you know, if we really wanted to optimize the program, we would really want it to be more streamlined through um, some type of IT platform that would uh, take that data and really put it into our systems in one centralized patient care uh, location. Sure. So as a result of this contract, how have you seen enhanced services provided by community pharmacies bringing value to health plans like Gateway? Well, again, you know, the pharmacies uh, really are in the communities where our our members reside. So 
you know, being able to work with the network and having access to those pharmacies uh, in those communities is really beneficial. Um, I think our members are more inclined to respond to the pharmacies. Um, they're, they're a more readily accessible provider in those communities uh, for as a resource to our members. So I think that's really been the biggest benefit. Yeah. And now from your perspective, you know, from the payer perspective, it, it, I guess it starts with identifying the value of partnering with community pharmacies. So once that is acknowledged, how is this partnership solidified and who needs to be engaged? So, yeah, that's a good question. Um, so what there is a process that has to occur Um Setting up a pharmacy as a provider type um, takes some work and background work in our claims processing systems because uh, really ideally what we want to see is uh, the service submitted like any other provider would through our medical billing system. Uh, then we are able to report out on the interventions as we would with any other type of provider. Um, you know, when we talk about barriers, pharmacies historically and pharmacists have submitted NCPDP claims through the PBM. Um, and that's fine for drug, obviously for prescription fills, but it really doesn't serve the purpose of provider interventions and types of provider services that are really um, contained within our medical billing system. Uh, so setting that up is uh, really a necessity and uh, the way the, the process works today it's a provider by provider setup so pharmacy by pharmacy uh, we have to set them up individually as uh, participating providers in our uh, medical claim system so given your success with these partnerships in the past Let's talk about what it looks like going forward. What areas do you see as opportunities for pharmacists to work collaboratively with payers going forward? And you're a pharmacist yourself. What would you like to see for our profession? Yeah, that's an interesting question because I think, I think, you know, the door's opening a lot wider than it ever did. Uh, especially, you know, when I was starting out as a pharmacist, this kind of provider status was really uh, kind of a pipe dream. So um, I think um, being able to have the pharmacists or, again, you know, pharmacies set up as providers in a more streamlined process, I think that's something we have to work on. I think the the payers, the managed care organizations, and the pharmacies as providers and, and you know, our PPCN network really have to collaborate on how, how do we streamline that process? How do, we, how do we get the barriers out of the way and have a very clean and, um, like I said, streamlined process to make that work? And then I think we begin to expand on uh, other different areas that pharmacists can help in the care system, uh, again, acting in the provider role. Absolutely. Well, Eric, it has been a pleasure to have you on the podcast today and learn more about how pharmacists are demonstrating their value to payers. So thank you so much for joining me. 
Thank you, Brooke. And to our listeners, thank you for listening to another episode of Beyond the SIG. Keep tuning in to learn more about the impactful stories shaping community pharmacy practice transformation. Thanks for listening to Beyond the SIG, a prescription for transformative pharmacy care. Be sure to check back with the Pharmacy Podcast Network soon for the next episode. To learn more about transforming the role of the pharmacist, visit pharmacists.com forward slash podcast. That's pharmacists.com forward slash podcast. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.